Hello and welcome to Jen's XYZ Podcast. This space is created for ethnical diverse content creators to discuss generational challenges, rivals, and breakdown. It is a safe space for voices to vibrate and collaborate while bridging the generational gaps with engaging dialogues on controversial topics, music, politics, religion, business, relationships, mental health, social justice, and equalities. We plan to have real talk to transform lives. So join us. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, with Kelly, Danielle, Rachel, Robin, and Gabriel. So again, this is Jen's XYZ Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Generation XYZ Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kelly, and we have Gabe, Robin, Rachel, Denise, and Danielle. This is the first time we've all been together. So everyone say hi collectively. Hello. (laughs) It's a party, it's a party. So this topic um, hits really close to home for me um, because I, ended a friendship recently or we both uh, mutually ended up ended a friendship so that's what it is about today is one of the toughest decisions and experiences as a human being is ending a friendship um actually robin and i have been friends for four years Jesus, gosh. Up, wait, yeah. no, girl. wait. So, no, wait, know, hold on, no stop. <laughs> We've been friends since we were five and we're 30 now. Um, Jesus, Kelly, so, just putting the business out it's there. Right. No, no, no. It's beautiful. Growing is beautiful. Um, and I've had, I have other friendships like that. But then there are those that, you know, you get close to them and then it comes to an end. And I kind of want to talk about how do we deal with that? Because I've been having, I don't know about y'all, a really hard time ending friendships because I'm one of those people who are like, no tension, you know, everyone needs to be happy. Like, let me just ignore, you know, certain things that bother me just to keep the peace. I mean, that's good to a point. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hurt yourself. I mean, I learned that myself too. There's a, and sometimes we know ahead of time, we, we've been seeing the red flags, but yeah. because we want to keep the friendship and not even just that sometimes, we just don't want to be seen as a bad person. We go along with stuff we know that's genuinely not us and hurting us. I've had friendships and too, like it hurt my feelings, but then once it was over, it was just such, like once I got over the Mm -hmm. anger, denial, sadness, all of that, it Mm -hmm. was just a sense of peace. Cause sometimes some of those friends can be very draining. Cause like, if you're as empathetic as I am and you have your own problems and then you're taking on problems of someone else, and then once you realize that converse, the conversations, no matter how high of a spirits you are, you your conversation always ends and you're tired and sad. That's not good. And you're the one that's always giving. Yeah. yeah, no, it's time to go. I can only give but so much and get nothing in return. 
Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Robin, because I've experienced that. I had to walk away from a friendship and we didn't really say it ended, but we, I, I got the message across without saying this is it. And for years, I'm talking years and years and years, I finally realized that I'm giving and I'm like, I'm, I'm pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, but you're never pouring in. So I'm there at every funeral. Matter of fact, not just being there at funerals. I'm the one that's officiating the funerals, you know, mm. of all your family members. I'm the one that's writing the eulogies. I'm the one that's picking up the child, dropping off the child. I'm the one that's doing this, doing that. I'm the one that's doing this, doing this. And I have yet for you to attend one funeral for me. Mm. And the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when my godmother died. And I said, you're right here. We live within close proximity. You are aware of the situation. You know how much this particular death uh, means to me because it wasn't just my godmother dying. It was like my grandmother was dying over again because that was the only connection that I had for the remaining, you know, beyond my personal memories of my grandmother. My godmother was now the only thing living that was left to remind myself and my entire family of my grandmother and how they mm. grew up together and their friendship that they had. So, you know, and it, and it is who also made me to be the number one best godmother around town, right? I have <laughs> a daughter who is married and um, matter of fact, her birthday's coming up this month and she's in her thirties and all her children, and I'm still her godmother till this day. You know what I mean? So it's because of what my godmother showed me. So, and I've been a godmother to your kid as well. And it was like the hardest thing I, I just couldn't get. And I'm like, you can even pick up the phone and say, I'm sorry for your loss. Mm -hmm. That was it for me. And I said, this is it. This is it. I always wanted out, but just didn't know how to pull away because we were connected, you know, with families and so on and so forth and, and great memories, great individual love having fun with her and everything. But I just realized that I needed someone that was going to cater for me as well yeah. as much as I've catered for you for over some 20 plus years, right? right? When have you been there for me? I've been to every graduation for your kids. My kids graduating, you can even pick up the phone and say, oh, congratulations. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Like what the mm -hmm. mess is that all about? No, so sure. I had to pull away. And, and when I pull away, I was you know, like, oh, I'm the worst. How can you be a minister? How can you be a woman of God? Um, yeah, it's called boundaries. It's called boundaries. You used to call me at one o'clock in the morning. Now nah, you can't do that again. Now, nah, now nah, we're not, we're not there. No. So I had to find space for myself where I was always taking on your problems. Every time you call, it's the same story. It's the same things. And I'm, I'm walking you through and I'm encouraging you and I'm, I'm pouring into you, but what are you doing for me? Right. What have you been doing for my kids? So I had to pull away. And, you know, it was just simple. Like, I'm just not answering your calls. And I'm not now. And it, I think we both at the place that we realized, okay, it's over. It's over. And there's no rekindling. I still care for you. I wouldn't let anything harm you. But for me and my growth, for me and my development, for me and my sanity, for me and my mental state, it's best we don't do the regular communication. If there's a, an event or something, you know, tragic happened, I'll be there to support and I'll be there to celebrate, but that's about as it. 
the going out, the hanging out, the chatting on the phone, can't do it, cannot. And you know, I can definitely relate to that in terms of, I feel like I have a friendship right now that is going in that direction. But I've also had friendships where, well, I think I can say that I've had friendships where I've completely cut the person off without warning. I've had friendships where it has come to a mutual end. I've had friendships where I had to make the decision to cut someone off and to let them know that you no longer have access to me. I've had a relationship like that. And I'm currently going through a friendship where we grew up together. We weren't always in the same line, but we were always beside each other. Kind of like a race. Always beside each other, but never in the same line in terms of we didn't go to the same school. We weren't from the same socioeconomic background or anything like that, but we still remained very good friends for years. She was at my high school graduation. I mean, if I, but we've gotten to a place where if I need her right now, like if I need something right now, she's not the person I'm calling. And I mean, we are, we have been friends since we were three years old. Uh And the path that she's on right now is a very self-destructive path. And no matter how hard I talk to her, whenever I tell her, you know, you need to come back, you need to get yourself out of this mess, she doesn't listen. And I'm not God. I'm not in charge of making decisions for you. You're not even listening to your own mother. So I cannot be the one. I have a life. I have an education. And I have additional responsibilities that I've taken up on myself. And I cannot be mothering you at this time. And we haven't had conversations about it because I still call her my best friend. She's, if she needs anything, as long as I can help, I will. And there have been situations where she has needed things. And even though I could help, it would be to my detriment to help. Mm. So I could definitely sacrifice it to help, but I don't see it coming back to me. So it doesn't make any sense if I did that and put myself in bad situations to help and, and take you out of whatever worse situation you're in. So we have not had that discussion in terms of talking about where our friendship is. We just kind of acknowledge that things have changed. Well, barely even acknowledge that things have changed. But there's this mental note that things have changed. And no matter how hard I say, you know, let's hang out, let's do this, let's do that. It's nothing. It's always excuses. Or I'll see her hanging out with somebody else or doing stuff like that. I'm just like, it's cool. It's all cool, you know? And as it, as it relates to friendships that I've had to completely cut off people, I do not stand for disrespect. If you disrespect me, that's it. That's it. I'm not a person who, I'm very forgiving. I will definitely forgive you. If you, if you plead a case and you apologize, I'll forgive you. But I'll, I'll, I'm always going to keep it in the back of my mind. And Miss Lawyer. <laughs> if you, if you, this is, I went, I went through a situation where I completely poured my heart out to a friend about a situation and they went back and told the person who I was talking about, who hurt me. And the moment that I found out, and as a matter of fact, it went in like a circle and then it came back to me that I was wondering, how is this person telling me what I told this person? You get me? So it came back around and I was like, okay, 
noted, um, blocked, deleted. <laughs> that happened before COVID. And it's recently I going through my block list on social media. And I said, oh, I need to unblock this person because, you know, Instead it's done. block and delete. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> I, I am the master of curating my space. Wow. All my social media spaces. If I, if I reach someone, if someone gets to me and they start, start post my opinion or something and someone disagrees and it's a dumb disagreement, I'm not <laughs> arguing with you. Thank Especially you. if you're a stranger online. I'm, I don't argue with strangers online. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are not having a discussion about it. I'm blocking you and I do not preach. preach. So that's me. That's me. <laughs> preach. I, I me too, birthday now. twin. Me too. Me too. Period. I, period. Right. Period. Mm. No, I can, I can agree with Danielle on that. I mean, throughout college, there was people I met along the way and they just kind of fell off. Um, and I know like... For me, I've always been that person that for you to even get close enough to me, I have to really, really, really like you. So if I don't like you enough, the chances of you being close enough for me so that it affects me in that way, it's really hard. But I do remember I had a roommate. Um, We, at first, when I first met her, I didn't know if I was going to like this girl. God knows I'm telling the truth. But we became really cool. And I thought, you know, we could be friends and it was something so foolish, um, but it ended up becoming toxic. And I was like, you know what? I was like, for the sake of my sanity and yours, um, we just won't speak. And I mean, now when we talk, we talk like on a, hey, how you're doing every now and again, but not the way that we used to. And so I had to learn with that. Like I realized that she just has her own personal things that she had to deal with. And me being in the picture, I can't be your saving grace and you have to figure that out for yourself. So I let that go. But like Danielle said, I agree. Like I am very careful about who I allow to attach themselves to me. And I think partial part of that comes from like having my mom always drill in my ear morning, noon and night that, you know, birds will feather flock together and all that stuff and she used to always say to me so I think with knowing that I was always mindful like you know if this is the person I want to bring around my family is this really who I want to be associated with mm-hmm. like is are these the kind of friends I want and I mean of course along the way you meet people but the friendships go so fast because you know that there's just things about you that don't align and I can say like two of my closest friends we've been friends one um is since high school Another one is since the, my freshman year of college. And then I have one other friend um, that we grew up together in church since we were like four. Um, and even that friend, you know, I feel like every now and again, sometimes I'm just like, eh, I don't really feel like being bothered. And I feel like sometimes that's drifting. But it's also, I guess, what goes back to everyone said, sometimes you just find yourself drifting because you're just on different paths and have different goals. So it kind of fades. Right. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Um, one major point I want to uh, bring up is I think we have the tendency to lump every association and connection that we make into friendship um, mm-hmm. at the get-go. So a lot of times, like, you may run into somebody and they're meant to be an acquaintance, but you just call them a friend, right? Or they're meant to be a close associate, but you call them a friend because we don't differentiate. So... Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge difference between a friend, a close associate, and an acquaintance, where an acquaintance can be 
Uh, you share social settings. It's more of a high buy. There's cordiality there. Um, you know each other's faces, but the length or the depth or breadth of your relationship doesn't go as deep. Whereas a close association may have networking utility and it has some level of mutual utility where you can lean on each other for either advice, whether it's professional or otherwise. And then the friend category is the highest responsibility because not only does it encompass the two responsibilities of the acquaintance and the uh, close associate, there's also the moral responsibility, emotional um, and things of that nature. So I think what really helps us or can help us um, kind of differentiate between and maybe even avoid uh, having to cut friends off or demote friends is right out the gate, putting people uh, where they show you they belong, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times like having to cut off friends, yeah. it's super tough because we form our friendships based on proximity. We form most of our relationships based on proximity, but if I meet you in college, there's a reason why we're in the same vicinity. We're both trying to get an education, so we share in that realm. But outside of college, or same with work or anything else, but as you grow, learn new things, change locations, move to a different space, there's an opportunity there for that friendship to be stressed because of distance, because of you know having more responsibility. So that is where you can really test a friendship. And it's, there's nothing wrong with you know cutting or demoting friendships. It's just about mutual understanding that, hey, we were on the same path at one point, but we may in this point in our lives be at a different path. So maybe we can still have the you know most respect for each other, but maybe friendship is not the best stamp that we can have at this point. Maybe it can be demoted to a close associate or something like that, you know? True, true. Um, sorry, my, I had my whole thought in my head and then it just kind of, but um, and then along the line, yeah, along the lines, uh, along the lines of that though, um, I like what he said, having the categories, I've learned to do that, mm -hmm. or and still learning to do that. Like, I call them acquaintances, associates, friends, and then at this point, I don't even really consider Kelly a friend, that's family. I don't, you know, how mm -hmm. people go around like, that's my bestie, that's my best friend. I don't have that category. I used to when I was younger. And I realized people think best friend means like more than anyone is willing to do. If your own mama wouldn't do it for you, I'm not doing it. Like, that's not my that's responsibility. It. That's it. Come <laughs> to the girl. That best, I don't use that title no more. Like other people, like yeah, that's my bestie. That's wonderful. No, Kelly's not my bestie. Kelly's my too. sister. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my girl right there for life. Like yeah. I have those. I have like handful of friends where I could literally be like, that's family. And then there's like friends. Yeah, we could mm -hmm. talk. We could go out. Cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I know, like, I'm down and out, like, last year and early this year, Kelly was one of those few people I knew I can call. It was hard to, but I knew I can call her and tell her mm -hmm. and have discussions and knew there was, like, no judgment, no nothing. Just listen. And if there was advice to give, give it then. But you can't tell everybody everything because then, like, uh, 
what Danielle said and running and telling everybody mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. You're not doing that with my business because you're not hearing my name in nothing. If you hear my name <laughs> in something, it's wrong because the Robin don't do nothing. <laughs> that's right. That's so true, though. Because so I have, have a, yeah, go ahead. You, you have like those categories and like it I had to learn the hard way for that and then sometimes like I was saying before sometimes we know ahead of time before the the relationship gets deep like yeah. we it's like we force it to get to that level and then we get ourselves hurt like we know like like how I was saying I was the empath so like um I've had friends where I knew ahead of time like mm, this probably not gonna work out mm-hmm. but you cool let me and then you just like don't judge people before you know them and mm-hmm, then my mm-hmm. little self is just like let's not mm-hmm. judge them mm-hmm. me judge people mm-hmm. but <laughs> me judge i've before learned Manoia. i've yeah. learned i've learned normally that first because you know you're like thinking uh maybe they just not that great at that first no, like, no, vibes are real. Vibes are real. Vibes are very, very real. Very like, real. I should listen to say. myself. It's just if yeah. your spirit take them. Mm-hmm. When my spirit Let don't take go. people, bye bye. But yeah, Let I learned it the hard way because there's some friends I'm just like, and I'm just like, do they remember? If I was a vindictive person, like I think mm-hmm. people forget, like you know how I say I'm quiet. Like people really sit there and tell me their whole life everything adults people my age people younger than me i'm just like y'all do me so wrong if i was really about to like be a vindictive person this high horse that y'all sitting on thank god you know jesus right (laughs) oh so you tell me you said there'll be a humpty dumpty fall off on that wall huh and i'm coming back yoke everything on the ground (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like why why would you like for me it's just like why do certain things to people that know so much about we'll be right back after this break again jen's xyz podcast i would understand if i was like that kind of person that does like crazy stuff or like anything like that but those who know me know i stay to myself if we go out we go out but most of the times i'm with myself (laughs) i like my me time (laughs) i've gotten in trouble with some friends because like i forget to explain that sometimes i just need my me time like i will accidentally cut people off because I just need to re-energize. And then I come back. It's not I'm mad at you or nothing. I just forget to give that disclosure. But sometimes I don't know that my battery is on the end. So it just happens and I'm just out. And then I come back all extra. You don't got to do that with me. Because even though Robin oh, and I yeah. are close friends, we would probably not talk to each other for like four months. That's okay, though. <laughs> then I don't we come that. back and it's like... No, no time, time has, has passed, passed. Mm-hmm. and you have we don't feel like no that. way about that and that i love like friendships like that i love it yeah i yeah, mean so speaking... you have friends like that that's why i say kelly's not a friend kelly's my sister because <laughs> yeah you can't do that with everybody people get offended for just they get me feeling yourself yep. i'm like um 
I'm sorry that I needed to recuperate and I wasn't there for you and your boyfriend having an argument and you was going to get back with him anyway. Oh my God. I told you to break up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk to the people in business now. <laughs> but you know, that's in general. Like, you know, you have that girlfriend that's just like, or boyfriend, and you're it's just me, they're always telling you that same relationship. And you're just like, all right, girl, boy, break up. It's yep. not going nowhere. It's toxic. Let it go. Let or it go. not even just relationship. Be like Elsa. Any mm-hmm. Other toxic thing that they're in. And then they're just like, but he's this or she's that. I'm like, but no, let it go. Heal thyself and like move on. <laughs> and I tell you like, one more again. <laughs> right. And then I'm just like, now I'm going into mother mode. I hate feeling like somebody's mom. I've been called Auntie Robin since I was in elementary school. Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't be mothering people my age. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just uh-huh. like, and then being that empath where like, I really feel other people's feelings. So, like, if I'm asking you if you're okay, I already know you're not okay. I'm only mm-hmm. going to ask you about a couple times. Either you're going to tell me or you're not going to tell me. I'm not about to hunt you down to tell mm-hmm. me. Because I don't want you asking me multiple times neither. Like, when I'm ready to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I'm going to let this go. <laughs> I mean, you're really. I just speaking. I just remembered a couple of ones that I was just like, "Oh, I should just listen to myself and not become friends." And like, and then you have moms like mine that be knowing and like, and then they sarcastically be. My mom will sarcastically be like, "Oh, I saw your friend the other day. Mm-hmm. He's my friend, so and so. Which friend? Big friend? Now you your know that friend. ain't my friend." <laughs> yeah, which yeah, friend? You said the thing, the, the big friend, your big mm-hmm. friend. Always a tough friend. Every time a Jamaican says, "See a big friend there," I can guarantee you, it is not your big friend. No, it's not. And like for me, it's like when you guys were saying like there's uh different things to get you to that level. Like there's like I'll forgive you. I'm loyal to a fault, and it gets me in trouble sometimes. But like the quickest way to get me to like cut you off or want to maybe cause some type of harm do not come from my family especially my mama and my brother because no every jamaican <laughs> every jamaican like, yep. i remember one person not to bring they, out the knives yeah yep. they, oh, they, no. they were very disrespectful to my mom and my mom's like the nicest person and she, i remember she came home she was like your friend blah I was like, my friend did what my friend would never. Not to my mama. It was over. Went mm-hmm. from strike nothing to strike three in three seconds. Like, yep. No. There's just some lines you shouldn't cross. Just don't cross them. Yeah. Well, to, to wrap up a little, um, I will say moving forward, some of the things I've learned, I've had to learn a lot within a week because really painful way to end a friendship is to really pay attention to how you feel like not just emotions but what's happening to your body um I started to notice and I saw this in a post right it was like pay attention to how you feel when you're around these people okay and I'm like okay so I started doing that I started to notice I was a lot more tense I started to notice um just like my personality was really restrictive like I didn't allow certain things to 
I didn't really allow myself to be me. And that was a great indicator. That is a great indicator for anything, even applying for jobs, having job interviews, you know, pay attention to how you feel because how you feel is really telling you how that relationship is going to go on um, forward. Um, for me, I started to dim myself because the last relationship or friendship I was in, it seemed like the person saw me as needy. Um, so it's different. It's not like I was contacting this person just to like pour out everything and put all of them on to me. It was more like they want, like they needed to help me, um, which I started to notice. And I'm like, I want to be able to pour into you as much as you're pouring into me, but I couldn't because it was always about Kelly. How are you doing? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? And it was like over and over and over again until you know we had a discussion and. The person said, I can't help you if, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I asked for your help. I'm not asking, I'm not asking for your help. Me telling you what's going on in my life doesn't mean I need advice. It's because you're asking. Other than that, I wouldn't tell you. And just because I'm telling you certain things doesn't mean you know everything. I go through a lot. Um, and I don't pour all that on anyone. One, because I can't remember everything <laughs> every single day. <laughs> But, you know, moving forward, like Gabe said, like, you know, making that distinction um, well ahead of time before just diving in and saying, hey, we're friends, because that's just a very loose term and that can be very damaging. Does anybody have anything else they want to say before we close out? One thing I want to say is that I really like the point that Gabe highlighted when he said the test of distance and I want mm-hmm. to add well it was so long ago I can't remember I want to add in the test of time because you do have some friendships that you have them since what we kill Philip as Jamaicans would say from a very very long time and you'll have some people who you meet a month ago and they make a very big impact in your life sometimes even bigger than the person who you've known for years mm-hmm. so I think that that test of time as well as the test of distance. So you have friends who you grow up together, you guys move to different locations and the friendship is still strong to a point where it don't matter how long you spend apart, it don't matter where you are, how far you are, it could be in different time zones, you guys will still be able to communicate with each other and feel like you're right beside each other. And you have friends that, as I said before, you meet them today, and the journey that they take you on in probably a month is different than the journey that someone would take you on in years. So that's definitely something to consider whenever you're talking about friendships and especially friendships that you want to add valuable friendships to your life. I think I'm at a point in my life where if you don't pour into me as much as I can pour into you, then we're not really going to go far because... Mm-hmm. I'm not about to waste my time. You know, I'm coming out of my teenage years where you talk to everyone, anybody. You find that the older you get, and I'm going through this way, the older I get is the more I realize that some persons who I used to talk to every day in high school, I don't even see them on social media to mm-hmm. show you how bad it's gotten. So, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. a very natural. good thing in terms of, exactly, and it's very natural in terms of growth. But mm-hmm. And then the direction that you take your life in sometimes will cause you to meet so many new people 
who can benefit you on the different journeys that you go on. And I like to compare my life to a book. And doing that really helps me to get over a breakup. Um, I've gotten to the point where I was at a point where if I saw pictures of me and my ex, I would go into a full on mental breakdown, like crying. And even that happened to me like two months ago. So I'm not at the point where I've, I sat and I spoke to myself about it and I said, Daniel, you have to accept the fact that this was just a chapter of your life. Mm-hmm. That was chapter 19 of your life. You're now in chapter 20 going on to chapter 21. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have to accept that that chapter of your life has ended. Just like you're reading a book, sometimes the character them dead. I mean, he's, he's not dead, but... <laughs> You know, that you. stage, that stage <laughs> of your life yes. has passed. It has passed. And mm. you have to accept that because of that, new things happened, new doors opened, and everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you're now in this stage of your life where you're glowing, you're growing, and you are flourishing. And that would not have happened if it was not for that very depressing episode. So sometimes out of very bad things, even a friendship ending, you can experience growth. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, trust me, it's such an amazing feeling to know that when you cut off somebody, it's like when you're trimming a tree and you cut off the dead leaves and you see how beautiful that tree grows. Trust me. So I don't get dismayed about friendships ending or relationships, anything like that. I, I, I roll with the punches. I accept what happens and I'm cool with anything at this point. As I said, the block button, it's very easy. Instant block and delete. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's mm-hmm. the thing. The only thing I'll probably differentiate on you, because I'm like low key petty. I ain't blocking or deleting you. You won't see this. Give me flourish. Yeah. <laughs> you won't see it. I ain't going to talk to you, but you going to see it. So you can see what you had missed out on. I can't. Cause... I don't care that much. That's me. That's me. Especially Lord. when they character assassinate you. Especially oh, no, when they that's take different. whatever no, happened different between girl. you and tell a whole bunch of people. That that's different. Mm-hmm. 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 Certain things, yeah, that's different. But I look, I have so many people on there on like on my Facebook. I don't talk to. I don't even. I be looking at names. I'm like, who is that? And I was like, I ain't got time to care. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There. but um as we've kind of already started touching on it is quality over quantity yes like yep. you need those quality friends and i know we say ride or die but i'm not dying no, so <laughs> we ride in till the wheels fall off cool but i ain't I'm nobody <laughs> if you try not, to do not, something that end up in going to jail hey you're on your own uh, sorry don't be mad that call me and like other things we were saying there's always a season for that certain person like so we uh we do some we do need that person at the time and we're mad when they're gone but as much as i love summer Fall and winter got to come. So spring. same with you and reflourish in the spring, right? Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like uh, that's basically where I've come to it. Especially like I, I keep saying 
empathetic people, we have a really hard time letting go because we care so much. But to our mental health, we have to like be okay with letting it go. It's going to take us some time, especially if you're like into astrology and stuff like that. Tauruses are known for being loyal friends. So mm-hmm. when our friendships end, or especially if it ends badly, it's very hurtful to us. So <laughs> I get it. But like like I said, quality over quantity. You do not need a ton load of friends. I know social media makes it seem like we need a ton load of friends because the more followers, the more friends, the better. But then people half the times don't even care about you. They just follow in to see and be nosy. Just have mm-hmm. those friends exactly that are there that's really for you, that have the best wishes for you, that want to see you grow. And if they can help, they'll help. And that's it. You don't need mm-hmm. everybody. But that's my two-piece. I'll just close and say, I say this all the time. There's friends for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. Don't mm-hmm. guilt trip for letting go of friends because sometimes you just got to let it go. As painful, you just got to let it go. And the last thing I'll say is boundaries. Like if you set your boundaries, people can only get as close to you as you allow them to. So what you allow is what's going to creep up in your space. And that's all I have to say. Okay. Wow. So what we have to say tonight. <laughs> what would I add to that? I, um, you guys have said pretty much everything covered it. I'll just add to what Gabe had said earlier in terms of um, the different areas or the categories of friendship, right? Because they talk about, when you study about friendship, it talks about the five stages of developing friendship or friendship development. And, you know, it's whether it's a stranger, the acquaintance, the casual friend, the close friend, or the intimate friend. And so you have to know which category that you're putting these people in and also what category they have you in right? Because mm. we find ourselves being a friend to someone who's not a friend to us. And I'll just say this, you know, some people are in our lives for a reason, as we said, um, and I'll close it with this. Um, Peter and Judas, right? Um, at the end of the Lord's Supper, we realize that one, Judas was a enemy to Jesus, the person, but he was a friend to his assignment. And Peter was a friend to Jesus, the person, but he was an enemy to his assignment. And I'll simply put it this way. When Jesus explained that he had to go to the garden and he was going to go to the cross and all that stuff, Peter jumped up and said, no, 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 it ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. It's not going to happen. As long as I'm living, that's not going to happen to you. Right. And we know that he even went and cut off the ear of of one of the soldiers, Uh but he's a friend to Jesus, the person but he was an enemy to his assignment because what he was doing was stopping Jesus's assignment, which was to go to Calvary, to die on the cross and then to rise again, right? Mm -hmm. We have some friends in our lives that they'll be there for us. It seems like they're right or die and they'll be there, but they become this cushion and they sometimes block us from our destiny, even though they are our friends, right? Mm -hmm. We have to be careful as to how to identify the purpose they're there for. While Judas, we all know, was an enemy to Jesus, the person. Everybody knew Judas Judas was against him, everything. But he was a friend to his assignment because if Judas did not do what he had to do, which was to go sell him out for some little chillings of coins, okay? Jesus would not have fulfilled his purpose on this earth. 
Mm-hmm. He just had to do what he had to do. So while you're in friendship and you're in relationships and, and all this stuff, you have to know the acquaintances, you have to know the strangers, you have to know those who are assigned to your destiny and those who are assigned against your destiny. Because I have a friendship that I treasure so much right now. And it, it's not supposed to be a friendship. We are supposed to be uh, exes and we're supposed to be enemies because you're, you don't talk to this one no more. So I shouldn't be talking to you. But this individual, when I tell you she has my very soul in interest and she has my family's soul interest, let me tell you something. I appreciate it and I love the relationship that we have. The relationship that should not be. You know, those relationships where they're like, oh, you shouldn't be talking to this one. Didn't I don't they? believe in that one. Just because you're mad at each other don't mean I'm not. Exactly. But I give God thanks for her. So again, knowing who's assigned to your destiny and who is against your destiny. That is key when you're developing relationships and friendship. Gabe? Yeah, that's a great point. I think you're touching on this idea of like the holistic friendship versus like compartmentalized friendships. And I think it's very tough for the younger generations to break out of compartmentalized friendships where you meet someone, let's say out at a party. So your friendship is rooted around having fun or you meet someone at school. So your friendship is rooted around, you know, trying to navigate the school setting versus a holistic friendship where regardless of how you meet, um, you develop greater connections outside of just the context under which you meet. Um, and to the point about, you know, Jesus and his destiny, um, it sounds like, you know, essentially being unequally yoked, kind of. And I think that is uh, what happens when you have compartmentalized friendships. There's this off balance nature that ultimately will stress the friendship because someone is not able to uh, provide for you in a way that you require. And the last thing I wanna say is, it's very important to um, curate your life. So to be able to have the confidence enough to let someone know, um, hey, you were here for this season, You know, it's time for us to go our separate ways. I mean, there are some friendships that naturally, you know, you fall apart from and you guys both understand there's mutual agreement but it's also important to build the confidence enough to curate your life, to understand, well, hey, this is, direct, this is the direction that I'm going. So, and also give friends the opportunity to grow with you. So it may not always be that, hey, I'm growing in this way, you're not, you're cut. It could be this thing where you kind of let your friends know this is the direction I'm headed in and you encourage them to grow with you because you do value the friendship. But ultimately, um, the responsibility lies on us and our growth to understand when and when not to basically to discern and curate our friendships. All right. Uh, that was a great conversation. We could probably go on about this forever because um, there's so much to friendships. Um, and sometimes just having a breakup friendship wise is worse than a uh, significant other relationship because some it's just something easier about that sometimes um but if you have a story to share about friendships or if you have your own way of dealing with friendship breakup or how you um 
have found how to differentiate or anything like that and you want to share with us, please don't hesitate to contact us, DM us, post on, on all our social media. You can find us at Jen's XYZ Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is getting better. <laughs> um, you can email us on gentsxyzpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, all of them. Uh, you can leave a rating as well. And you can also leave a voice message on anchor.fm um, if we can also possibly feature you on one of our future um, episodes as well. So like I said, if you have any um, stories you want to share or if you just want to uh, touch on what we've said, don't hesitate to contact us. Okay, thank you all for listening. Until next Bye. time. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.